Hey girl, how are things going? Uh, you know, just another day living the dream. <laughs> oh yes. Oh yes. So I just want to jump right in today because this is something that's a really hot topic for me a lot, especially since I have a lot of new clients. Let's talk supplements. Oh yeah. <laughs> do you, do you get a lot of questions on supplements? I do. I yeah. more more than I think actually that's like one of the main things that I get questions on. Like a client will come to me and be like before they ask me what they should be eating, they ask me what they should be taking. Right, right. And we have it backwards because supplements do have a place, right? A clean, well-sourced supplement can be a wonderful complement. But the first step that we need to be taking is not looking to a supplement to fix things. It's looking to whole food nutrition and exercise first. Well, you have to think about, okay, it's a supplement, which exactly. means it's taking the place of something. So you're lacking in a certain area. Right, right. Which does not mean, hey, let me use this to replace right, or like as an insert to replace my diet. It's like, right. hey, I'm missing this key element. Right. I can't get it. Yeah. So people will come and say, well, I, I want to take, um, what do you think about this protein shake? And the first thing I ask him is, well, are you lacking in protein? Mm-hmm. Well, what do you mean? Well, I'm, you know, I'm working out now. Shouldn't I drink a protein shake? Uh, again, are you lacking protein in the form of whole food? Mm-hmm. Are you struggling there? And a lot of times they just kind of look at me like a deer in the headlights okay. and they're like, well, I don't know. Well, so why are you supplementing with more protein if you don't even know if you're lacking in protein, right? Right. To me, it's a waste of money for one thing, for something you may not even need. And let's start with actual food first. I'm not saying that a well-placed protein shake doesn't have a place because it absolutely does. Oh, yes. When, When you are on the go and you're crazy busy and you have the option, right, of either let's hit up McDonald's or let's have a protein shake and something else, protein shake wins hands down. Oh, yeah. Would you I agree? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't drink one every day, but I do have them quite often because I am on the go and I don't always have time to sit down and eat a meal. And honestly... In that situation, I don't mind drinking my calories because right. I'm, lo- I'm usually loading them up with tons of, like, one of my favorite shakes that I make has um, vanilla protein powder in it and uh, kale and spinach and pineapple and, you know, avocado or banana, mm-hmm. depending, and almond milk, like, but those are all things I love and maybe if I'm, like, lacking, like, oh, I really haven't been able to sit down and, like, have a salad to enjoy right. this, you know, spinach or kale or, you know, I'm, I'm missing certain things. I might just throw it in a shake to make sure that right. I get it because I'm on the go. And and that's a supplement. But I don't plan on those things every right. day. It's not like exactly. a staple in my diet. Yeah, for sure. Um, so that that's how I feel confident in saying you and I both recommend when a protein shake may be necessary. Oh, yeah. So on the go, busy, whatever, and you don't have time. And- if you're an athlete. So. An athlete. Yeah. If you're lifting heavy weight mm-hmm. and oftentimes that does require an excess amount of food and it can get really monotonous and tiresome to chew chicken or turkey or whatever, you know, six meals a day. If you're really upping your calories, it gets hard to consume that much. So drinking it might be a better option for you to help you build and maintain that muscle mass. 
Um, now, if you're the average stay-at-home mom, you don't really go to the gym. Maybe you hit up one or two classes a week and that's about it. Mm-hmm. You really don't need a protein shake. No. Focus focus on whole food. That's, that's the go-to. The protein shake is just a backup. Um, well, with athletes, they need more protein right. than we do. Right. They need uh, quite a bit more. Right. Um, I think the recommended... Now, of course, this is different for person, but the like national recommendation mm-hmm. is like 0. 0.8... 0. 0.8 to, to one, one gram. gram. And yeah. then for athletes, it's 1.2 to 1.8, depending on whether you're an endurance athlete right. or whether you're, you know, like a strength training athlete. Right. It just depends. But that's a substantial, it may not sound like much, but right. that's a it's substantial a lot. amount. But those yeah. people are working out all the time. So they right. need. And we're not talking to those people right now. No. <laughs> we need excess amounts. They need excess amounts of protein because. They're utilizing it. Yes. And yeah. it's going to be hard for them to eat that much right. they need to put right. it in their shake to balance out to get other things they're needing right well. but again that's another yeah. topic yeah <laughs> and the other thing with a protein shake and then i'll kind of move on is to make sure that the one you're getting is clean and what oh, i mean yes. by clean is not full of artificial sweeteners and colors um and just other garbage most things will say like propri- proprietary blend and you really don't know what that is um, because the supplement industry is not regulated. So I could literally go make a protein supplement, protein powder tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I could put in whatever I want in it mm-hmm. and literally put a dash of, um, I don't know, calcium or, you know, yes. vitamin C or you, you could, you put a dash of whatever you want in it yeah. and then claim that it has what? this magical thing in it. And I think a lot of people don't realize is that protein powders are considered supplements. They're not considered food. Right. It's a it's supplement. A, correct. So therefore, you know, food has to be regulated by the FDA. Supplements do not. Right. So anybody so. can put anything in there. Um, and, and there are a couple clean brands that if I do do a protein shake that I'll use. And I can put those in the show notes too for a couple that we recommend and, yeah. and that we use and are comfortable with. Um, you know, you get what you pay for with protein shakes too. If you're getting a huge jug of just like whey protein powder that's $20, you may want to reconsider that. Yeah. Is, is the risk worth the reward, well, and right? And if you're not sure, it, same thing applies here as applies to food, prepackaged food. Read the labels. Mm-hmm. It says, I mean, yeah, they don't have to be regulated, but they still have to list their ingredients. Right, right. Um, I mean, truth be told, most of the supplements on the market aren't worth buying. No. They're truly not. (laughs) Um, Most of them, they're garbage. Um, So it's really important, like Melissa said, to read those labels. Um, And so let's move on from protein, because I don't want to pound that one to death, but it, it does have its place for sure. But let's talk about fat burners. So what they actually, yeah. And I've taken my fair share. Um, but what they actually are is caffeine. Mm -hmm. And you know, you might be like, no, but it's working because I feel like I have more energy. You're jittery or you're sweating. 
that's all you're doing. That's not burning fat. You've just taken in an extra amount of caffeine that's making your heart race, that's making you sweaty. Mm-hmm. That's not burning fat. You guys, if if we if that's how it worked, we would all just pop a pill and the fat would just sweat off. Right. Um, it's that quick fix, but this right. one doesn't. You're wasting your money. Right. On and, something that's not going to have the results that you want. And the other thing, a lot of them will suppress your appetite. Yes. Which. Can, I, I can kind of see how that may help if you have an overeating problem, right? You're going to eat less, so you might be thinking, okay, well, the fat burner's working because I'm eating less, so, you know, less calories in. Obviously, you're going to lose weight, but the problem is that's not creating a healthy relationship with food. Mm-hmm. You need to figure out why you're eating in excess. It's not getting to this, the root the of root, the problem. The root, exactly. <clears throat> uh, did you have anything else you wanted to say about fat burners? Well, so not about fat burners, but I do want to talk about the caffeine as- aspect. So with like pre-workouts, a lot of people take pre-workouts to get their workout done. Okay, yeah, I get that. You know, sometimes you need that extra boost. It's essentially caffeine and yep. a lot, you know, B12, caffeine. Um, but you guys, the problem with those is eventually you become intolerant to them. Yep. You rely on them, you become intolerant on them, and then you just start not working. And yep. you're taking something, you're putting something in your body that your body doesn't need for something that's not working anyways. Right. And then you feel like you have to double it or you just become reliant on it. Right. Almost like a drug. You right. Ju- you need it to work out now. Yep. Where it's better, like, honestly, if I need an extra boost before I work out, and this is me, I'm not speaking for everybody else, I'll go have like a banana. Mm-hmm. You know, a banana, one single banana before a workout has enough calories enough sugar good mm-hmm. sugar to get energy you through, yes yeah to get you through that workout yeah and it doesn't have any negative effects and it's right. not something you're necessarily becoming reliant on it's just a matter of mind it's mind over matter yeah and see so i'm kind of the opposite i will use a pre-workout mm-hmm. and there are legitimately only two that i use that are mm-hmm. perfectly clean um, they have certain certifications, meaning college athletes can use them when they're tested and they pass all their mm-hmm. their tests, right? It's legal substances and, and whatnot. And they don't have any artificial sweeteners or dyes or anything like that. But I don't use it every time I work out. I use it for those times where I'm like, man, I really need a little, I'm struggling a little bit. I need a little pick me up. Right. And, and because I do it that way, it does work for me during those times. Now, several years ago when I was like cardio queen and just work at like, Oh, I had to have my pre-workout before I go. And then it got to be where I need some more caffeine. I need some more of this. That's because you're getting dependent on it. Just Mm -hmm. like with caffeine or alcohol or anything else, you create that dependency and that's what you don't want. Um, so just make sure that if it's something that you're taking, Make sure that it's good long term for you, like yeah. that it's not hit, going to cause problems. Right, and it's not something that you're reliant on in right. order to. Oh, I can't do this if I don't have my pre workout. Right. Okay. Well, there's mm-hmm. other problems we need to address then. Yeah. Right. What happens when you're traveling and you decide that you know you have a workout routine planned and you don't have your pre workout, or are you going to take the whole jug with you because sometimes they're like in jugs right. with like little scoops, right? And you know, so. Well, nobody's flying right now anyway, yeah, so right. I don't have to worry about that. But, yeah. So, another one that I wanted to talk about were BCAAs. Mm-hmm. And why for, I would say, 98% of the population, well, maybe not that high, um, they're pretty useless. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that? 
Yeah. No, I would agree with uh, that. Because, so BCAAs, branched chain amino acids, you should be getting that from your food. Yes. And if you are Absolutely. eating a well-rounded, nutritious diet, you don't need this supplement. It is a waste of money. Now, if you just like it because it tastes good, it makes you feel good, and there's nothing artificial in it, okay, whatever. <laughs> but you're fooling yourself if you're thinking, oh, you got to have your BCAAs, you know, two hours or an hour after you work out and blah, blah. Like, no, you don't. Just eat your food. Eat your protein. Yep. You, after a workout, you need to. Really, you need to be eating a decent amount of protein and some carbs. The protein is going to help to build, repair muscle. Mm -hmm. The carbs is going to help to restore the energy. And I'm not saying, like, heavy carbs. You know, like, maybe have, like, one of my favorite post-workout snacks, not meals, snacks, is I will take a um, sprouted English muffin, mm -hmm. and I'll put peanut butter on top of it. Mm -hmm. So I'm getting a little bit of carbs, and I'm getting two incomplete proteins, which you know, makes a full protein mm -hmm. and maybe I'll throw some like raspberries on top. So I'm getting raspberries and peanut butter. It's well, yeah, if you think about it, it's like a Weirder. peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh no. All the seeds. Oh, oh. that's wrong. You're, <laughs> you're so wrong. You're so wrong. Ugh, I'm not going to ask your opinion anymore. Right. <laughs> uh, so anything else on BCAAs before we, no, I mean, you pretty much said it all it, in most cases, they're not necessary. Not saying they're not necessary for everybody, but... The vegan population yes, may benefit from them. So, branched-chain amino acids, basically there's three um, essential amino acids that your body doesn't produce. Mm -hmm. um, and those are the ones, those are your branched-chain amino acids, those three. And so, by eating certain things, you can get that. You don't need to rely on pills to or right. supplements to get those. Right. You can get them from whole food sources. Yeah. Um, so the next one that I wanted to touch on, it's, this is really big. A lot of my clients, their kids are super active in sports and they're asking, uh, what, what type of Gatorade or sports drink should Ugh. they drink? And I always Ugh. tell them none. <laughs> no. They don't. Unless, again, very small population that can benefit from something like that. Um, but you can easily replenish what you've lost with water well, plain old water my problem with stuff like gatorade it's loaded with sugar and um what's the word i'm looking at uh, like artificial ingredients yeah red dye number 40 yeah. yellow blue lake blah 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 Where if you drink more water or even eat certain foods certain mm -hmm. foods carry electrolytes mm -hmm. like your spinach your kale your Oranges, strawberries, avocado, but let's like, but let's be honest. Even the even the competitive dance girls or hell, I remember doing two a days in volleyball outside, alongside the football players in the dirt in the summer. Or you know, well, it's always summer here, but really, really hot, sweating to death. We didn't need Gatorade. No, you drink your water. damn water. Yeah, you don't need that stuff. Again, it's a waste of money. It's a marketing thing. Yes, to make you. It's a sugar. You might as well just drink a soda. Yeah. Like, or it's, a, a juice. Yeah. Just quit. Because it's, <laughs> Don't waste your money. Yeah, I just... <laughs> I mean, I could go on and on mm -hmm. about the... I call it the Gatorade epidemic. But, <laughs> um, 
there's just no need for it. And if you're not, now there are some kids that just absolutely refuse to drink water. Okay, fine. Fine. Like, there's ways around that. Um, maybe try, if they love soda, try, like, a sparkling water. Or maybe add, like, they have, like, the crystallized lemon or orange mm-hmm. packets. You can take that and add it to your water mm-hmm. and flavor your water. Or you can just take, you know, regular fruit, um, you know, or if you like cucumbers, you can put cucumbers in your water mm-hmm. and flavor it that way to give it some kind of flavor. Anything is better than Gatorade. Yeah. And just remember, too, like, oh, my kid won't drink that. Well, your kid can't drink stuff if you don't. Um, they're only going to drink what you bring in the house. Right. <laughs> so quit well, buying it. <laughs> my kids look at Gatorade as, like, a tr- like almost like a treat. Oh, yeah. Like a special thing. My, mine, too. And usually it's, like, okay, soccer season, and it's another family's tournament. Right. They brought Gatorade and, for everybody. And they brought it's Gatorade fine. for everybody. Right. I'm like, okay. We're the, we're the same. It's like, it's not going to kill you, but that is definitely not a staple. But I don't want that for them every time Mm-mm. after they've been outside running around. Mm-mm. It's just not Otherwise, necessary. they're never going to stop running around. They're no. going to keep going. <laughs> I know, right? I know. Um, so another one that's really important um, is vitamin D. Oh. Now, that is one that I'm an advocate for. Because most of us are deficient in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I am. And, mm-hmm. you know, I get outside and I'm obviously super active and, and I like to consider myself quite healthy. Um, but my blood work says otherwise. Mm-hmm. My blood work consistently says, well, I mean, it's better now because I'm on a vitamin D supplement that's right for my needs. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I get a clean, you know, organic, nice sourced one um, mm-hmm. that I take once a week. And that keeps my levels to where they should be. I obviously try to get outside as much as I can and soak up the sunshine. I also have a home red light therapy that I use mm-hmm. um, to help as well. But aside from that, again, get your blood work checked to see if you even need it. So many people are like, oh yeah, I take a vitamin D and I take a B12 and I take this. I'm like, why? Are yeah. you? Did you have your blood work? Well, no, I just figure I need to take that. Or like fish oil. A lot fish, of people take right. fish oil. And I'm like, is there a reason like what is the reason what is you the, feel right that you need to take this right exactly because otherwise like okay after i had my daughter i what i was losing my hair and my nails were brittle um so i started taking some collagen mm-hmm. extra protein mm-hmm. to help my body kind of regulate itself out but that was some and then once i got back to where i needed to be i stopped taking it Right. You know, um, there's a couple, I'm low in iron. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been for quite some time, even though cause for the longest time I didn't eat red meat mm-hmm. or pork. So mm-hmm. of course that played a part in it. Um, it wasn't until I got pregnant the third time that I started eating more red meat and I just couldn't stomach it. Mm-hmm. There was no mm-hmm. other reason. I just couldn't, yeah. it was too much on my stomach. Um, but for some reason, baby number three just totally <laughs> fixed all those yeah. problems. Um, but, and I'm still kind of lacking in some areas because I don't eat it as often. Like, I still have to limit. But I've found different ways. Like, I use a cast iron skillet a lot. Mm-hmm. So I get, get the, iron. the mm-hmm. iron through. I'm not sure if, you know, you guys are aware, but by using a cast iron skillet, you're actually increasing your iron levels. I think it's, like, by, like... 0.4 grams, um, you can, which is about 10% of what you need, the majority of people need. Mm-hmm. But it increases it 
you know, substantially um, just by cooking your food mm, in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it was something my body needed. Like, I had done blood work to know. Right. I could see it in, you know, my body mm-hmm. or, like, how I was feeling, the way I was looking, you know, indications. Like, if things are looking off, like, you know, your hair is falling mm-hmm. out, your, your nails are brittle, your skin is looking a certain way, you're feeling lousy, mm-hmm. go have your blood work done. Yeah, for sure. So, funny thing about that, because you brought up iron, is um, I used to take an iron supplement, and... When I went to the doctor a couple years ago and started working on my hormone issues, my levels came back and my iron was toxically high. Really? And it wasn't so, it wasn't just because of the supplement that I was blindly taking because I figured I was so tired. So that, that was my whole, let me back that up. I was crazy tired all the time and all these things, right? So I had started the process of like, what is going on with me? And, um, I was self-diagnosing and like, I'm going to take some iron cause I'm sure that's what it is. You know, I'm fatigued all the time, blah, blah. So I'm taking this iron supplement, go in and finally get my blood work done like a smart person. And I'm like toxic through the roof. So obviously I scale back on that. So we dig a little bit further deep, uh, dug in a little bit deeper and I have uh, hematoma crosis, which is insanely high iron levels. Yeah. <laughs> so the last thing I need to be doing is taking iron. I shouldn't be eating spinach. Yeah. I mean, there's all these other things that I had to pull back from that I had no idea. And here I am causing something that's already out of whack for me. I was causing myself way more harm because I didn't go get a simple blood test done. And I'm glad that you brought that up because a lot of people self-diagnose and right. assume that they need to take this right. because of this. But really, blood work doesn't lie. Right. Like, it'll tell you where your right. levels are at and what's normal and what's yep. not normal. And that's really how you should determine where you need to be self Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the only other one that I really wanted to talk about was creatine because creatine is legit. Mm -hmm. It is the most widely studied, researched, proven time and time again at its effectiveness. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a, it's a wonderful supplement for, especially for the vegan community Yes. because creatine is naturally found in animal proteins. Right. And obviously if you're a vegan, you're not eating animals. So you're missing on any vital nutrient. And the only way to get that is to supplement. Mm-hmm. It's a perfectly clean, safe, healthy one for any, anybody to take. Um, now, it's also one of those that is kind of pushed on people, I feel like, when they start working out. Oh, it's yes. like, here, you need a creatine supplement. Oh, you're touching weights or you're doing boot camp. You need a creatine supplement. Probably not. <laughs> Again, you're probably it, getting enough protein. Exactly. Go, go back to whole food first. And then if you're still lacking or if you're really trying to put muscle on and you're struggling, mm. that's where the supplement, again, supplement, it's a mm-hmm. compliment, will come in handy. Otherwise save your money and quit spending it all on these supplements that you probably don't need. Well, and if you're working out trying to build muscle and you're not building muscle, it may not be your diet. It may be your workout program too. Uh, So that's something, that's something that you also, you know, need to pay attention to, to, and not just automatically assume, Hey, I'm, you know, not getting the protein I need through my diet or I'm not getting, you know, the right amount of um, protein through, I, I need to start supplementing. Right. So paying attention 
to all of the signs and that's where experts like you and I can, you know, step in or, um, you know, self-educate too. Mm -hmm. um, know where to go, what resources to use. Because just because it's on the internet does not mean it's valid information. <laughs> no, right? Shut up. Such a shocker. But, I mean, if you're not sure of where to find credible information reach out to us. We'd be more than happy to answer any questions oh, that you guys have. You can go to our Beyond Fitness Facebook page and just shoot us a message and we can point you in the right direction. Yeah, for sure. I'm all about, um, you know, trying to save people money too and oh, yeah. don't spend it where you don't have to. Um, I know how it is to have a family and be tight on things for sure. But you, it really, you have to you have to take ownership of your health. And mm -hmm. one of the ways you can do that is by educating yourself. Right. But it's, it, it can be tricky because you don't know where to go to find the information. Right. What's right. credible and what's BS. Right. And, I mean, I can see how it's easy to just think. I, I mean, I fell victim to it, too, when I was first starting out. It's like, all right, what supplements do I need to take? I'm starting this new healthy lifestyle. You know, yeah, but it's not about it's not about that. It's not that complicated either. No. It really isn't. And, you know, these these supplement companies or the diet industry, they've made it compliment. I mean, they've made it compliment. <laughs> they've made it complicated by saying you need to take these things. You need to do this. You need to do that. But you have to think about it. They're making money off of right. this stuff. So, of course, they're, they're in the business. Exactly. That. Yeah. And, and they will find the evidence and the um, scientific reviews and whatever they want to call it to support their research, yeah. but you can skew anything oh, any which way. 100%. Um, and again, remember that the supplement industry is not regulated. No, they're, they're not in it for you. They don't care about you. They can say whatever they want mm -hmm. and slap mm -hmm. a gold star on it. Yeah. approved. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I don't know why this just popped in my head now, but we talked about pre-workout earlier, but what about the post-workout stuff? Have you seen that? Like the recovery crap? Oh Yeah. I mean, unless you're a marathon or ultra runner or doing tour de France or something insane, you likely don't need a recovery drink. But, you know, honestly, most of the time, like, you can get all of that through your nutrition, through yeah. whole foods. Yeah. Even the athletes, mm -hmm. you can get all of that. Yeah. You, you, ha you may have to, like... You have to work a little harder. Yeah, and you have to figure out what exactly that looks like, but... You don't need... You're just wasting your money. And yeah. honestly, a lot of them can affect your health. Yeah. If done inappropriately or overused or... Well, and you don't really know what is all inside no. of that either. No. Um, I'm like, I'm mentally walking through the healthy living aisle in HEB thinking of all the other stuff that I see. I'm like, what else, What other supplements are? There's pre-workout, post-workout. Well, um, one thing I want to touch on that we didn't really um, go over. You touched on vegan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, vegans do have to supplement mm -hmm. because, you know, a lot, of, a lot of the times, not all the time, uh, because they're not getting adequate amounts of protein in their diet. Right. Because they're only eating plant-based. Now, you can eat plant-based and be Absolutely. Healthy. Absolutely. Um, but you have to be careful. Yeah. You have to make sure that you're getting adequate amounts of protein. Right. And they do have plant-based protein mm -hmm. shades, plant-based supplements. Mm -hmm. You have to be careful of those, too. Mm -hmm. You would think plant-based, oh, well, it's got to be healthy. But um, 
a number of plant-based protein powders contain metal. I was wondering if you were going there yeah. with that. Yeah. Yeah. They contain metal because of the pesticides that are being used. Right. Uh, because it plant-based pea protein, you know, you're, that's harvested. Right. They have to use pesticides on it. Right. Um, and those pesticides contain levels of metal. Mm-hmm. So it can be very toxic for yeah. you. And I actually have one that I know of that's like totally safe. I'll put that in the show notes yes. too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the other thing with vegan protein, if you're going to go that way, and I do, if I use a protein powder, I do a vegan mm-hmm. version just because the whey just doesn't settle well on my mm-hmm. stomach. Um, but you want to get a blend. Yeah. You want to get like, uh, what is it? There's pea, pea protein, um, and my mind is totally drawing a blank. But either way, you want to get a blend on the mm-hmm. vegan protein versus just one because right. it's going to be more more com- robust. Yes. There we go. Because it's not complete. It's robust. Um, so that's definitely something to look forward to. And, you know, we may actually have to just do another episode on the different types of oh, yeah, proteins, I think. And you don't have to be vegan to have... To be utilizing a plant-based protein. Like no. some, if you have a whey intolerance, whey is a milk protein. Right. If you do not do very well with dairy, that may be an option that you want to look into. You just need to make sure that you're getting all of the adequate amounts of protein that your body's mm-hmm. needing. Mm-hmm. For sure. That you're getting all those essential um, amino acids in yep. your diet. And that, I mean, that's something you need to look at at a whey version too. Make sure yeah. that it's not just oh, garbage. For sure. you yeah. Know? yeah, for sure. And the cool thing about the um, protein is that you can, I always get just like a basic vanilla or plain mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you can alter it to anything you want. Yeah, you the know? chocolate ones or the strawberry those ones. Those are, those plain. are pretty per- potent. Yeah. And you can't, you can't really dull it down. Right. Where like, I mean, my vanilla one, so I'll make my kids shakes on occasion they just enjoy them and it's mm-hmm. a good way for me to sneak in like vegetables and oh stuff yeah that they wouldn't normally eat. right but i'll add like if they want a chocolate one i'll do like a vanilla powder and i'll add a little chocolate uh, a little cocoa powder to it yeah and there we go i've got a chocolate i've got a chocolate shake yeah yeah i did one for the girls the other night i didn't put any protein powder oh yeah no yes i did i put in um a little bit of collagen protein because mm-hmm. I had some left over. And again, it's one of those things that it's in my cabinet, but I rarely use it because I get what I need from food, but mm-hmm. whatever. So I put some of that in there with almond milk, froze, I had old frozen bananas, mm-hmm. strawberries, and I put in some, um, a little bit of honey with CBD in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I stuffed um, the collagen powder and something else I stuffed in there. And of course the collagen was just plain, you know, unflavored mm-hmm. or whatever. They were none the wiser, so it's yeah. a great way to sneak in extra things oh, for, yeah. for your kiddos, um, and they just, like, guzzled it down. It was awesome, so. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. shakes, they definitely have a place. For sure. It just shouldn't be something that you rely on in your diet every day, unless you're the type where you you have to drink your food. Right. If you have a text if you have texture issues yeah. maybe or, or maybe you can't maybe you just had jaw surgery and you can't right open your mouth for the right. next three months or you know something where you you have some uh, an issue with your throat and right. you can't 
you know, um, swallow food, mm-hmm. you know, that yeah. for my kids, when I do it for them, it's, they enjoy it. And it's a way for me to like, with my kids, the, the green smoothie that I make is mm-hmm. the one I was talking about, um, kale, spinach, mm-hmm. um, I'll do bananas and pineapple for them. Mm-hmm. Well, my middle child, he will not eat anything green. Mm. Like, I literally, except for broccoli. That's super fun. Yeah. I have one that will only eat green beans. So, so yeah. I have to, but that's a good way. And I can't just give him broccoli and be like, all right, you have your green veggie. Right. And that's right. the only veggie that you get. So, I've got to sneak it in where mm-hmm. I can. And he doesn't, he doesn't notice. But you know what? That works great for adults, too. Yes, it Because does. there's a lot of picky adults. And I'm telling you, you can hide a lot of stuff in your smoothie and you won't even taste it. Right. Um, powdered, the PB2 or powdered mm-hmm. peanut butter is a great option if you don't want to use regular peanut butter for Sometimes I'll use regular peanut butter. Depends on where I'm at for the day, well, what my needs are. messy. Right. Powdered stuff. It mixes well. Uh, you don't have like clumps in there, yeah. you know. Um, avocado is a great additive. It oh, makes yeah. it really creamy and it doesn't, as long as you don't add too much, it doesn't really alter the taste. Um, you know, stuffing spinach and, and all that stuff in there. And if you're trying to watch your sugar intake or your carb intake, you know, using avocado in the place of a banana is mm-hmm. a great substitution. Sh- oh, yeah, yeah. Um, there's lots of things that you could substitute for another For your needs. Thing. You just want to make sure that you're thinking about your nutrition goals and that you're getting the right amount. What it comes to down to is getting a right amount of vitamins and minerals. Mm-hmm. And that's a good way for you. If you're not hitting all your vitamins... Um, you know, using those shakes to get those vitamins that you're lacking. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, I, that's all I've got for supplement stuff. Fun what stuff. about you? Fun stuff. Yeah. I know, right? We're just trying to save people money. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> all right, sister. Well, I will catch you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Beyond Fitness with Mel and Bree. If you like what you heard, we'd love for you to leave us a review and subscribe to our podcast. If you're looking for more ways to connect, you can find us on our Facebook page at Beyond Fit Mel Bree or on Instagram. Bree is at Hope Faith Get Fit and you can find Mel at Mel Hammonds. Thank you so much and we'll catch you on the next episode.